Hey there, Sports History fan. Arnie Chapman here from the Sports History Network. Now, before you jump into this episode, I wanted to share with you an exciting giveaway we have going on with Homefield Apparel. We have a digital $50 gift card to homefieldapparel.com for one lucky fan of the Sports History Network. All you got to do is head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash giveaways to sign up. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash giveaways. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. The Rose Bowl. The game that inspired the college football bowl season has a long and storied history. The stadium itself is 100 years old, and in celebration of it, Pigskin Dispatch is assembling some of the top historians and authors to share the memories, people, and events that make the granddaddy of them all the special game that it is. Enjoy this Rose Bowl memory from pigskindispatch.com. Football friends, this is Darren. He's a pigskindispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your place for all things great in sports history and your portal to positive football history, portal to Rose Bowl history, as we have seen these last 40 days. And this is our conclusion series on the Rose Bowl. You know, we've had almost 50 some episodes on Rose Bowl history over these last 40 days. Hope you've enjoyed it. We sure have and learned a lot and talked to some very interesting uh historians and experts and authors uh, many of them are friends that have been repeat visits here on pigskin dispatch and really enjoyed and thank all each and all of them and we want to thank each and every one of you too for listening to all this great history through the rose bowl the granddaddy of them all certainly has provided a lot of great memories for us uh, sporting fans and uh, great football as well as well as really made some great names of, of some athletes that uh, went on to do bigger and better things or maybe that was their their spotlight in the sun you know where they just uh, made their mark on football history either way just some great events in Rose Bowl history and this is uh, of our last uh, installment of this Rose Bowl series podcast we're going to talk a little bit about some of the miscellaneous Rose Bowl events that weren't the Rose Bowl themselves now we've talked about some of them already you know the officially this stadium opened up in October of 1922 and the stadium is a, a national historic landmark and a California historic civil engineering landmark not sure if people knew about that uh, currently the Rose Bowl Stadium is the 16th largest stadium in the world and the 11th largest in the United States 10th largest in the NCAA the stadium has been renovated multiple times, and besides the seating additions in the late 1920s to make it a bowl shape, remember it was a horseshoe in its first few years, uh, but still called the Rose Bowl, the venue has also been upgraded a few other times in 100 years. Most notably, in 1962, there was a $356,000 upgrade that added uh, mainly an elevator in two rows uh, to the seating. 
the press box was refurbished for UCLA's uh, move in 1982, which we'll talk about in just a se- second. And the 1984 Summer Olympics uh, also was uh, had some renovations done to it to, to house that. In 2011-2012, the press box was undergoing renovation as part of a larger renovation initially budgeted at $152 million in 2010. So just some uh, great uh, additions and renovations to make a 100-year-old stadium suitable for the uh, fans of today and make it safe for the contestants and fans that go into there. Now, the 1922 game of Cal versus USC was really the very first football game that was played in the stadium. This was sort of a test game. We talked a little bit about this before. We knew that the 1923 Rose Bowl game, which would be played on January 1st of that year, we played there, but they needed to make sure that everything was going to be working right. They could get people in and out of the gates, and uh, fans were comfortable and had good seating, and the, the field surface itself was uh, undergoing you know, enough uh, of a renovation to make it a safe playing surface and just make it an enjoyable experience so the 1923 Rose Bowl will be that much more special and it was so that Cal USC game 1922 was played at the Rose Bowl now parts of the 1932 Olympic Games were also played in that stadium you know, some great memories were, were played there uh, we've already talked about the five Super Bowls that have been played there. Uh, Chris Willis of NFL Films came and joined us on an episode earlier uh, this month, or earlier in December, I'm sorry. And uh, so if you haven't uh, checked that out yet, go back and, and do that. Just type in uh, Chris Willis and do the uh, search box of Pigs and Dispatch, and you'll be sure to find his five Super Bowl things as well as his other visits to the pig pen. And also in the Rose Bowl Stadium, there's been Olympic men's soccer, a gold medal game played in 1984, and a FIFA men's and world, women's World Cups were also played in this grand stadium. As a matter of fact, in 1994 was that FIFA Cup World Final. How many of us remember that? In 1999 was the FIFA Women's World Cup Final. The women's national team played, uh, U.S. national team played against China. And who can forget when Brandi Chastain celebrated her winning penalty kick in the 99 final, you know, by celebrating, by ripping off her jersey and uh, just to, just a, a great memory there of some a great victory for women's soccer and the United States team, 1999 defeating China. That 1984 Olympic gold medal match, uh, making it the only venue in the world to host all three of international soccer's major championship matches. You know, both of those FIFAs and a world uh, Olympic gold medal match. Uh, no other stadium in the world has had that except for the Rose Bowl. And we know it as a football stadium. It's also a European football stadium, I guess, having that uh, distinction. So that's quite a tremendous honor for it. In 2002 and 2011, the CONCACAF Gold Cup Final was played there, and the 1998 MLS Cup game was played in the Rose Bowl Stadium as well. Now, there's been many organizations and sports that have called the Rose Bowl home over the years, not just that Rose Bowl game. The Caltech Beavers of the NCAA, 1923 through 1976, called it home, and we know about the history of Caltech and the Rose Bowl Stadium, a couple of their different pranks that they've done uh, for halftime and on the scoreboard there. Uh, you can catch up on those in our uh looking at our search box on pigskindispatch.com with the Loyola Lions in the NCAA 1951 they called the Rose Bowl home 
also the CSULA Diablos, 1957 through 60, and again 1963 through 1969. Rose Bowl Stadium was their home turf. Los Angeles Wolves of the NASL, 1968, that was their venue of choice for home games. The Pasadena Bowl, which was an experimental bowl game that they had during the holidays, 1946 through 1966. Again, they brought it back 1969 through 1971. Uh, Los Angeles Aztecs of the NASL, 1978-1979, they played their home games at the Rose Bowl. The LA Galaxy of the MLS, 1996 through 2002, uh, was the home venue for that great organization. And UCLA Home Games uh, started there in 1982 and still are going on to this day. They call the Rose Bowl home for the Bruins. The the 2006 USC-UCLA game is one of the more uh, impactful games and more memorable games in that series that were played in the Rose Bowl as a stadium. That that game had the number two USC Trojans were poised to go to the BCS National Championship game. However, the 6-5 and Bruins had something to say about that. With just under six minutes left to play in regulation and down 13-9, quarterback John David Booty marched his team down to the UCLA 19-yard line on a 15-play play 52-yard drive. It all came down to a third and four situation for USC. Booty dropped back the pass and threw the ball. Bruin defensive back Eric McNeil tipped the pass and then caught it himself, tip drill to yourself, diving for the game-saving interception. UCLA UCLA won that game 13-9 and knocked Southern Cal out of the title contention. Very memorable for the Bruins anytime they can beat USC, but especially when USC is on the verge of a national championship. According to the Pasadena Star News website, there have been many music-related events also held at the Rose Bowl Stadium. Notable concerts at the Rose Bowl Stadium were the August 7, 1965 Herman and the Hermits headlined an afternoon concert that also featured the Turtles, Love and Spoonful, and the Bobby Fuller Four. What a show that must have been. September 15, 1968, there was the An American Music Show that featured the Everly Brothers, Joan Baez, The Birds, Wilson Pickett, Big Brother, and The Holding Company, Junior Wells, and Buddy Guy, and The Mothers of Invention. We had a country concert there June 20th, 1981. Merle Haggard, Don Williams, Alabama, Mickey Gilley, Johnny Lee, Roseanne Cash, and Larry Gatlin and the Gatlin Brothers Band all performed there on that date. And in 1982, uh, they had a June 6th concert that featured Jackson Brown, Tom Petty, Bob Dylan, Bonnie Raitt, Dan Fogelberg, Stevie Nicks, Graham Nash, Stephen Stills, Linda Ronstadt, Stevie Wonder, Timothy B. Schmidt, and Don Felder, Joan Baez, and Gary U.S. Bonds. All some great uh, musicians performing there for that uh, great show. In April 1994, Pink Floyd had two consecutive nights playing at the Rose Bowl. First time that any performer had consecutive nights uh, selling out that Rose Bowl for that. In October 2009, U2 drew over 97,000 spectators to make it the largest concert ever at the venue of the Rose Bowl Stadium for a musical concert. Uh, September of 2014, One Direction became the first group to play three straight nights in the Rose Bowl. Uh, Quite exciting there for the fans that got to see those shows. And finally, May 14th, 2016, Beyonce became the first female to headline a show there of musical origin. So just uh, some great things have happened in the Rose Bowl. It's not just for the annual New Year's Day game. 
uh, has some great things else happening throughout its history and many more to come, I'm sure, because it is quite a historic landmark that anybody would love to have their name on the, the marquee of performing there or playing there. So hope you've enjoyed the Rose Bowl history. Uh, we hope to bring more things like this to you to light in the future. And, uh, you know, we hope you go back and enjoy anything you may have missed over the years. Your favorite podcast provider, sportshistorynetwork.com or pigskindispatch.com. Look up the word Rose Bowl and you're sure to find us. So till tomorrow, everybody, have a great gridiron day. Peeking up at the clock, the time's running down. We're going to go into victory formation, take a knee, and let this baby run out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Do you wish you knew more about the 100 seasons of the NFL? You're in luck because you found the Football History Dude Podcast, where each episode is a journey back in time to learn about the rich history of the NFL. From the founding of the league in an auto showroom, all the way to what it is today, America's favorite sport and a behemoth of an industry. My name is Ernie Chapman. Football is my passion, and I want you to come along with me each week to explore the yesteryear of the gridiron. So hop on board, my DeLorean, and let's get this baby up to 88 miles per hour. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.